guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We are nearing the end of our best Lent ever faith journey. However, the days ahead are going to be some of the most difficult. But know that we must have the crucifixion before the resurrection. We are being called to continue to reflect on our own lives. Invite God into our hearts and have Him be the light and hope that guides us. May we all have the anticipation for the resurrection as we do for Christmas and Jesus' birth. Thank you for joining us on this journey. We hope you have prepared to emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. Today is day 32. We're getting closer to that 40 mark, but today is also Tuesday, April 2nd. And that means we are getting much, much closer, um, only a few more days until Easter is here, uh, but we still have the toughest part of our journey to go. We still have the toughest part of, of this journey. And today in the Rediscover the Saints book, I have been waiting for this time. Um, I do love Mary and uh, love her story and her uh, reverence to our Lord and her answer to the calling uh, when she found out that she would be carrying the true Messiah. Um, so one song that is very near and dear to my heart and at times when I feel anxious or worried um, or tend to have that, um, that, that tough feeling of, of feeling like I'm out of control, I tend to listen to this song. So I just want to play a little bit of it. Um, and it's called Gentle Woman. I'm sure many of you have heard it, but here it goes. Excellent. So that song, if you're feeling anxious or worried, I encourage you to search it up on YouTube or listen to it. I can put a link to it here as well. But um, Gentle Woman is the name of the song. Or if you simply can't remember it, um, a Hail Mary full of grace song that will get you to it as well. There's lots of different versions that are absolutely beautiful. Um, so today, let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, we're on this journey with you. We pray that you continue to guide us, show us the way, and be the light and hope that we need to get through this difficult time. We pray that you protect all of those around us, protect our families, our friends, and our neighbors. Protect us and show us the way. Give us the, the signs that we need, the calling that we need and to answer your call. 
we hope that and pray to you that we will get through this, but we won't remain unchanged. We are being called to be more like you and to live our life in your name. Help us to make those decisions and to um, go against, uh, be counterculture, go against what our society is telling us to do and to emerge strengthened on this journey. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, everyone, so in the Rediscover the Saints book, we learn about Mary, the mother of Jesus, and she was ultimately the first saint. She is the epitome of what we should be like, ever reverent to our Lord, um, caring for our children and those around us. And so be considerate of that and how you're being called to be more like Mary. Um, as I read in there, uh, some of the things that stood out to me uh, in reading about Mary, uh, I couldn't help but think about um, one of the statues that I saw at St. Peter's Basilica when I was there in Rome at the Vatican. Uh, and it's, it's a picture of, or it's a, um, a statue or carving of Mary holding Jesus at her death. And it is just absolutely incredible. Um, and I would say, so that point actually never happened because Jesus or Mary didn't hold Jesus at his death and have him laying across uh, like like he is there. However, it's a reminder that um, with Jesus's death, we all have a, a, a bit of us that um, dies as well. However, just like the spring comes and goes as as the um plants and trees, they lose their old leaves uh, and we prune them up a bit. When they come back, they come back even stronger and more beautiful and they're able to have those leaves and branches um, and the grass turns green once again. So know that through this crucifixion will come a resurrection. We will rise again. Um, and so as I read through that, one of the things that um, I read in here was about being compliant. Um, and so the main driver behind being compliant is their motive. It was not recovery, but escape. And they just wanted to get out of there. So is our motive uh, an escape and we just want to get out of this? Or is it a recovery and emerge stronger and, and strengthened through all of this? And so I pray that you think about the tough times that we're in right now, or even if this wasn't happening, our Lenten journey. Are you just praying that you get through this um, and you get through these 40 days and can go back to your daily routines and your daily lives? Or are you going to emerge strengthened? Are you going to take something with you and you're going to recover? Um, because as we read in that first reading, we are being called to trust in God's word that he has committed that Abraham is the father of all nations. So in there, he shares that Abraham is the father. He is the one that is being called to be the father of all of the descendants here on earth. And then he shares that your descendants will have this land and you will prosper. So this land is truly entrusted to us so that we take care of it, so that it is guaranteed to be here um, from age to age for all generations. But it is our, on our part, um, we, us and our descendants, must keep his covenant throughout the ages. I think that's the part that we may have forgotten, that although that we have been entrusted to this land and God has said he will save us, 
He has also said, it's on your part. This is your responsibility to make sure this carries out from descendants to descendants, from generation to generation. The only way that this will continue on is if we carry this on to our children and our children's children. Okay, so today we're being called to share that message, to be like Mary, to be that mother, to be that caring, uh, nurturing uh, self, but we're being called to carry God's message from generation to generation so that doesn't get lost. Because if that gets lost and God is no longer with us, um, it's hard for him to come into our hearts and be part of our lives if we're just pushing him out and trying to go about our daily lives. So the other thing I read in here is there are millions of Christians who are reasonably compliant. So we go to church, we show up, and then we go about our, our daily lives. There are even some who are not showing up to, to church or to mass. And um, so they go to church on Sunday, they participate in other Christian activities, but they never truly surrender to God. So we can show up and we can do the fun things with the community that we've developed but are you truly surrendering your life to God? Are you truly saying, Lord, show me the way. Whatever you're calling me to do, I will do. Can we do that in, in our work, in our vocations that we are called to do? Can we do that in our families? Can we be reverent to God in listening to what he's calling us to do? Think about Mary. When she first found out that she was expecting, she was very frustrated and upset. And even her own husband was going to be leaving her and just divorce her quietly. However, when she realized that she had the true Messiah, she became reverent. She began to listen. And then throughout the rest of her life was reverent to what God's calling was, to be there for Jesus, to be there to support those who are, were around her. And we continue look, to look at her throughout the ages as an example of how we can live our life and um, to be reverent to what God has called us to do. So life is full of choices. We are constantly making decisions, and the decisions we make today determine who we will become tomorrow. So think about that. Are we willing to make those decisions? I know this has been a constant conversation um, throughout all of Lent. But isn't that what Lent is truly all about? How we can adjust our lives, modify our lives to live more like God wants us to be? And today we're being called to share that from generation to generation. To know that the actions that we have today and take today will impact the future. So how we reach out to our children, to how we carry out this message to others, will make a difference for how we come out on the other side of this virus how we come out on the other side of Lent, and how we come out on the other side of any obstacle that we may have in our lives. It says here, the biggest decision that they ever had to make was to, to, was to surrender themselves to God and his plans. I truly believe that God has a plan for each one of us. We are being called to live in his word, to carry out his word, but we can't forget that he entrusted all of this to us. These are the physical things on earth, and he entrusted them to us so that we could then prosper. But don't forget what he said in that first reading at the very end. But it is on your part. You and your descendant, descendants after you must keep my covenant throughout the ages. So unless someone is willing to surrender, recovery from this situation is unlikely. 
And I think about this as we're being called to isolate, to not go about our daily activities, but stay at home. Only go out as one person to get the groceries that you absolutely need. Don't do it to go out and to have your ego or your needs fulfilled um, by being uh, surrounded by others and seeing other humans. I know it is extremely tempting, but we're being asked to be compliant. Not willing, if we're not willing to truly surrender to what God is calling us to do and what our community and society needs right now, it will be difficult to be transformed. So instead of seeing this as a time of struggle, and I realize that the next couple of weeks are going to be extremely difficult, but instead of looking at it as a struggle, think of it as a time of this is what you're being called to do right now and focus on how you're going to emerge strengthened after this Lenten journey, after this virus happens, and on any individual conversation you have with our Lord in personal prayer or in community prayer. Focus on how you are going to emerge strengthened because life is full of choices and we're constantly making those decisions. And remember that the decisions we make today will impact our future tomorrow and beyond, not just for ourselves, but for generations to come. So as we close today in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. We thank you, Lord, for being with us on, a, on this journey. It is getting to be long and difficult, and it's hard for us to surrender to you. But help to be that light, to show us the way that we may truly surrender to you and know that you are there to guide us all in all the ways. Know that despite how difficult this time is, the number of people who will be losing their lives here on earth, the number of people who will be exposed to this virus, the number of people who are feeling that temptation to sin, know that they all will be healed, that there are things on this earth that we don't understand. But once, we're reunited, once we are reunited with you in heaven, we will truly know your everlasting love and guidance in our lives. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for joining us again today, guys. We'll see you again tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.